Hey everybody, welcome back to the fire pit. A um, lot going on today. Got some construction in the background, got some hammer swinging, but it's not going to detract me from talking to you about our topic for today, which is the divided brain and the hostile takeover. And I know that's a mouthful, but uh, it is something worth talking about. It's something I've been digging into a lot lately. And here's, here's the issue is that in these modern times of churn that we live in, where we're so disengaged, so distracted, so disconnected from one another, um, I believe our brain hemispheres are off, out of balance. And that, that spells bad news at a fundamental species kind of level. And where I'm drawing a lot of this from, if not most of it, is from a gentleman named uh, Ian McGilchrist. Look at the size of these damn books. Uh, Ian McGilchrist is a psychiatrist. He's a neuroscience researcher. Um, he's a literary scholar, among many other things. And he is doing some, I think, some of the most important work on the planet right now about how our divided brain is navigating the world in these modern times. And I want to talk to you about it in this short episode here and see if we can make some sense of it. But um, his first book that I would recommend to you, now it's going to take you all damn summer to read it, and I probably shouldn't have told you that, but it's The Master and His Emissary. And in this book, what McGilchrist says is that um, the, the brain uh, is, mammals have divided asymmetric brains. The right hemisphere is larger than the left hemisphere. And you've heard a lot of folks like Daniel Pink and others talk about the left brain versus the right brain. And McGilchrist says that that is, we, we've made that too simplified, that it's actually more complicated than that. So the way that McGilchrist uh, explains this is imagine that you are, well, right here, we're, out, we're outside, and there's a bird just right here in front of me, okay? And this bird has a divided brain, and this bird is pecking seed as it's, uh, as it's hopping around on the ground. And what's happening is the left hemisphere of that bird's brain is focused at a myopic laser level on that seed. It's focused on reaching out, acquiring that seed with its claw and then, or pecking that seed with its beak and, and ingesting and digesting that seed. And it's, it's super laser focused on doing that task of controlling, obtaining, of having. Well, while that's going on, the, 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 the right hemisphere of the brain, the left hemisphere is focused on the control, the grab, the have. The right hemisphere of that bird's brain is focused on this hypothetical cat that's sitting on a rock right off camera here. And uh, larger birds like hawks that are circling up in the sky and, and, and humans that are a little too close for comfort, so it's keeping an eye on those. In other words, the right hemisphere has a connection, a relationship with the natural world simultaneously while the left hemisphere is providing those specific functions of grabbing, of controlling, of manipulating, and they work in tandem. The right hemisphere is the master, the relationship with the broader world, and the left hemisphere is the emissary, the servant that is doing the grabbing and the having episodically to meet that current need. And they work in tandem. And the way McGilchrist explains it, which I think is brilliant, is it allows the bird to get without getting got, right? And that's the purpose of the divided asymmetric brain with the right side is the, the relationship with the natural world and other species. The left side is more focused on the control, the manipulation. Humans 
have asymmetric brains as well. And Wes, if you could, could you hand me my iPad under that checked shirt over there? <clears throat> I'm just keeping it cool over there. But humans have asymmetric brains as well. And uh, Chris Vessel, everybody. And I want to go over with you what that looks like, right? Because I think it's super important that, you know, we, we build on um, what we've talked about with the bird. Left hemisphere, right hemisphere. The right hemisphere is the, is the master. On the right hemisphere, humans have a relationship with the natural world where the left hemisphere is a, left, is a represented reality, you know, like what I'm doing right now. This is a represented reality. Uh, the right hemisphere is about relationships. The left hemisphere is about control. The right hemisphere has a preponderance for storytelling. The left hemisphere has a preponderance for algorithms and for logic. The right hemisphere, empathy. The left hemisphere, transactions. The right hemisphere, integration with the greater whole. The left hemisphere, breaking things down to their parts, uh, their, their components. The right hemisphere, typically open. The left hemisphere, closed. The right hemisphere, I don't really know, but that is my journey to know more. The left hemisphere, I know all there is to know, right? Um, again, the right hemisphere is the master. The left hemisphere is the emissary, is the emissary and they work in tandem. What McGilchrist warns us about, though, and this is where I, I, I'm really moved to talk to you about this, is he says that humans are, because of our imagination, we are prone to imitate other things. You know, whereas the bird in the park or the bird sitting here is not going to do that. Um, but humans imitate. We imitate, uh, if we're thousands of years ago, we imitate an animal that we might be tracking. Um, shamans might don animal skins to better understand their prey. The point is that we have always, our species has imitated other things. And what McGilchrist is extremely worried about, as am I, through reading his work, is that humans over the last hundred years because of the advent of the industrial age, machines, information, is that we have been emulating and imitating machines to the point that that's how we see ourselves. He says that in the last hundred years, we have become obsessed with machines. And if you think about it, you think about the way that we talk about the brain, think about the way that we talk about the body. It's always in the context of a machine. And what McGilchrist believes is that with the advance of this technology in the last 15 years, where we are entangled in this represented reality, he believes that the left hemisphere has essentially staged a coup to where now it is the dominant hemisphere and we are more focused on represented reality. We're more focused on control. We're more focused on logic than story. We're more focused on transaction than empathy. We're more focused on manipulating than integrating. We're more focused on closed, I know what needs to be known, versus open, which is, I don't know all there is to know about the natural world. Sound familiar? Sound like stuff you see in every aspect of your life and probably experience for yourself? Well, I certainly see that a lot, and this is a much deeper conversation than this you know, eight or nine minute vlog but it is something that I want to tee up for you because it is of great concern to me that this hemispheric imbalance could be in play right now. And particularly when you think about the trance state that we stay in as we walk around with our face down in this represented reality, not with the natural world. Why? Let's go back to our bird in the park, right? What happens if the bird in the park experiences a hemispheric imbalance where the left side says, you know what? Um, 
I'm just going to work, get focused on the seed and the right. I don't care what's going on in the natural world. I don't care about the cat. I don't care about the hawk circling over ahead. I don't care about the humans near next to me. How does it look for that species for the long haul? The ability to get without getting got is no longer. That right hemispheric essential function of providing that relationship with the natural world is now obviated. It's not there. And we're only focused on the controlling, the having, the manipulating in a represented reality while connecting ourselves, disconnecting ourselves completely from the, from the, from the natural world. And this is where McGilchrist and a range of other uh, thought leaders, psychiatrists, neuroscientists are very worried about the future of our species. And I think if you see the way that we're behaving with the entanglement with these, and AI is not even here yet, boys and girls, right? So I, I, I know this sounds a little bit like little boy calling wolf, but I really do believe this is part of our work is we have to understand what are the functions of the left hemisphere, the right hemisphere? How do they work in tandem? The elements of, of, and I think that we need to think about getting back to that right hemisphere. We need to think about getting back to the natural world. We need to think about getting back to empathy in human connection. We need to be thinking about the relationships that we build and storytelling. And certainly we need to be thinking about art and that part of the right hemisphere. And lucky for you, that's exactly the stuff we're looking at at Rooftop Leadership as we operationalize this upswing back into better days. Thanks for being with me, and I'll see you next time at the fire pit. Oh,